Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, you know Taz and Moose. You know Taz and Moose. Hey. Oh, it is Taz and the Moose with you here on this Tuesday morning as we come to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Millions of Americans finance the home of their dreams with their help. They can help you too. Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Uh, get mortgage. Mike, Pete, across the way. Heller with your updates. Taz and I spent some time in the uh, during the course of the break talking about porcelain tile. Oh yeah, yeah. I uh, had to give Taz you. Taz was uh, giving me a little instruction. On yeah, porcelain I, tile. I got a little experience with that. Uh, you know, the porcelain tile. It's very strong. <laughs> uh, you could drop a lot of stuff on it. You could drop an anvil on it if you get the right one. Yeah. You're, you're doing a smaller ba- uh, the bathroom. I have it in like my. One area of my uh, house that uh, it's the bigger tile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very strong. Yeah, very, that well, stuff's good though. Which is good. Yeah, which is good. We're doing like a. Uh, we're thinking about uh, kids' bathroom. Got Pete right Gas coming to kids' guy's guy lined up for you. Yes, Pete's guy. Yes, is it really Jay? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Pete gave me the guy. This is the guy. Basically, he's come back and he's worked on our house about six times. Wow. You think Pete's getting a not vig, the same a vig, thing? Pete Probably. A vig uh, hopefully, I mean, he's getting something <laughs> off of it. It's his guy. He comes That's back. Tremendous. Yeah, it's great. Uh, I mean, and he does great work. Jay, he, Jay, he's a yeah. he's a carpenter, whatever. But does he, the only thing he doesn't do plumbing or electrical. So I got to find other guys to do that work. Uh, but yeah. aside from that, he does everything else. I got guys for everything too. But you know, my guys are expensive. But yeah, so well, and your guys are also located about two hours away. Yeah. Yeah, they take the boat across. They'll charge you for that, though. Yeah, I know. $67 for the ferry. <laughs> yeah. Right over to Bridgeport. Yeah, that's true. Is they're going to need their truck as well. It might be 80 because the truck is... I think it is... Yeah, it could be 80 It could be. My son just did that because uh, his girlfriend goes to school over there not far, so so. Yeah. he took the ferry over Has your son been back to Rosie's yet? Uh, Have they gone to Rosie's I, to get the I, chocolate chip cookie I, I, in I New Canaan, Connecticut? I don't know if he's been back there. He's you know, you know, when he's twenty, when they're twenty, they don't tell you much, especially with their love life. No, uh, I understand. But, yeah. Well, if he heads back over there, make sure you get you know, those yeah. cookies. Yeah, those no, cookies no. are amazing. You, yeah, I know. You remember you telling that place is amazing. Yeah. We ate them. I told you, me, him, and my yeah. wife. So yeah, you guys had a wonderful meal. It was awesome. We had lunch there. It was great. It was like last year. Good, good uh, heads up on that place. It's a good spot. New Canaan Jones. Yeah. Yes, very. Yeah, you know, I didn't realize like for those who live in Connecticut. Like New Canaan is a very high fluting area, but oh, there is an is. area I didn't realize that's a little sketchy. Did you know that? Like when you first no, get off ninety five with the merit, it's the merit, right? Merit. It's a little bit rough over there in that one little area. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Take a look around, buddy. I didn't pick Take up. Take a on look that. around. I gotta look know. around. Take a look around. <laughs> I didn't look. Around. Well, you drive. You get the kids in the back. So they're probably going crazy. Well, yeah, that's true. I'm so not unless really you're paying attention, to a guy in the road with a shotgun or machete. You're not really looking. You're probably just I driving. Didn't, I did not notice the guy with the machete. <laughs> I didn't know there were sugar cane fields. <laughs> You're just trying to get to your destination safe. That's, exa- with, that's it. Without the kids putting stuff in your ears. That's it. Yeah. Or throwing something at my head. While you're driving. Right, exactly right. Knocking me unconscious. Right. Imagine that oh, car. my God. Oh, yes. Oh. oh, it's so... It's Do they like, stay in the car seats at least? 
Uh, They're all in car seats still, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Jackson yeah, can do seats? a booster seat, booster seat for Jackson. Oh, okay. Yeah, but the uh, yeah the other two are in car seats. They like taking the straps off. Oh no! Don't let them do that. No, I trust oh, me. God. I know you have to be. It's either that or uh, so you you buckle them in and then you pull down on the straps to where they basically can't move. That's nice. Okay. Well, that's the only way. Otherwise, they're, otherwise, if you don't have the window locks on, Gregory in the back seat has got the straps off, and he's sticking his hands out the window. Oh, my God. Dude, put the locks on the window. I understand, but sometimes you forget to do it because they're not in my car on a day-in-day-out basis. You forget to do How it. How do you then, forget? These are your kids. Initially, when you're firing up the car, you always have the lock. But then... No, the to, first thing you do when you fire your car up, it should be locked. Instead of putting the fan on, you should be locking the windows. I'm not putting the radio. Susie the first, puts the first thing Moose does guaranteed is put the fan on. No, it's right now. It's Christmas music. I don't believe that. No, uh, seventy on Sirius XM. Really, Hallmark Channel. I know the Hallmark Channel. It's yeah. one of my favorites. It's great. I don't listen. You know, I gotta tell you, all can decide. You don't listen to Christmas music. <sighs> it's too, not Christmas time. Soon. Um, I, How is you, it not the holiday season? Well, once we get close, like a weekend. Um, once I get on my vacation, I'm I'm out of here. That's when I'll do it. But listen, let, let me tell you. I got to tell you this right now. The Hallmark Channel, the actual TV one, oh. I'm hooked on those movies, bro. Dude, really? They're my wife and I, My wife explains them. It's They're hysterical the way she explains. She knows, like, all of them. Yeah. And she goes, they're basically all the same. It's all the same story. Yeah. It really is. The, the, the ebbs and flows of every one of them is the same. And you like them, Pete? Well, my wife says the same thing. Same thing, right? Yeah, she's, she's into them, and then she gets me into them. It's right. It's the same thing with me, and I I like them, you know. And it's like they they shoot these things like in June in California, and they put fake snow around. That's how they do it. Seriously, I like them all. I'm a mark for the whole. I said it publicly. I'm proud of it. I said it right here. I'm a mark for the whole mock movies. I, that does. I, I never you thought. Surprised? I, yeah, I am surprised. No, I ne- I never thought you'd say that. I, I, thought, I mean it. I I feel like if Fuck. that would be the last thing I'd, I'd hear you say this morning is that you love the Hallmark movies around the holidays. I didn't even know I would say it. My inside voice is outside. I wear my emotions and my holiday spirit on my sleeve. Very surprising, and that's why I don't have holiday a, parties. They have a, one tearjerker after another every night. They're, they're not all tear. I know. Usually, it's something where someone's pissed at their job in the city, and they need a break, and then they go right, right, right <laughs> yes. and then they go to like their family's getaway home in like Colorado, and then the girl will meet some guy while she's doing helping on Main Street, put put ornaments up, and she meets some guy that she ends up falling in love with. And then they have some sort of a disagreement that is a disagreement, and they don't talk for, like, one segment on the show. And then they get back together, and they're kissing under the Christmas tree on Main Street while everybody's partying, and happy Merry Christmas. That's basically the... the, the you should write your own show, movie. I, Yeah, that's, 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 that's the whole month. That's it. It's usually... Maybe you, Bilotti, you guys, wise, maybe you should all get together during the holiday season. Well, we're going to work for the Mets, for Stephen A. Cohen. Well, Chef Mike, when when is Chef Mike bringing your oh, meal? Oh, that's all in. But that's done. Been, Bringing it Friday. Apparently. This Friday. Yeah. Oh, Taz, you're not here this Friday. Yeah, no, I actually think I'm off this Friday. Yeah. So he's bringing you one roasted chicken and Brussels sprouts on Friday? It's baked chicken and Brussels sprouts, yes. God. Well, roasted and baked are kind of the same thing. A little different. Is he giving you cream corn too, Grandpa? What's he doing? Uh, no cream corn. No, I passed on that. Jeez, what a meal. That's a ridiculous meal, dude. So he's coming Friday morning? 
That is correct. Yes. Basically, it's coming Friday. I'll pay you the one picking up the delivery. Oh, he's not coming up to the studio? No, he's just going to come right downstairs, drop off Pete's meal. I'll go get it. We'll bring it up for Peter. Have and him come in. Moose will do a segment with him. It'll be great. Talk about the We Over Nation. Big chicken and, and Brussels sprouts. Now, will you eat that or will you put that in the fridge in the back and eat it for dinner then? <laughs> fridge in the back? We look looking for a possum it's to eat it? It's going nowhere near the fridge in the back. It's going to be eaten for lunch. Wow. Oh, Our so move. it's, it's going to stay out. I might bring a, a little good cooler. Five, six hours. I might bring a little cooler with the. the you're not bringing thing. a cooler, are you? <laughs> Hold on. You bringing an igloo to work? You bringing you're bringing a cooler with some dry ice? I might bring some dry Hold ice. Hold on, yes. I'll hook him up. So this guy eats lunch while he's doing a DA show. Is that what you're doing? I try to have it in that last hour. It's hungry. It's got yeah. to fuel up for that hour. He's, yeah, he's got to eat up. He needs he needs top uh, flight energy. So many people here have strange lives. That's fair. Well, that's true. Yeah, the there's, a lot of, of the there's a lot of different characters. I the, really the think that you could have you could ask a chef, a world class chef, to make you anything, and you ask for roast chicken and Brussels sprouts, oh, baked oh, chicken. It's baked. not like I asked for uh, a grilled cheese sandwich. I you got to say baked. On. He gets upset when you say I, roast. Well, it's the baked. same thing. I'm well, gonna, no, no, I'm going to love the facts. I'm going to continue to say roast because I know it bothers him. If I said the Jets instead of the Packers, because they wear green, roast. No, no, Packers. Taz, that's not the same thing. That's not. That's not even. A, you know that's not even a worthwhile comparison. You know what I'm saying? They're two different teams. Baked, baked baked so what? Thing. So is it like? Is it like uh, like Zorn's chicken? That's what you're looking for, like a big breast. Uh, similar, yes. You know Zorn's? I've heard of it. Yeah. yeah. Zorn's is great. Zorn's is real good in Long um, Island. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it's all so, about so, Long Island. So you. <laughs> It's always so, about <laughs> so you're, you're getting the big pizza, chicken, <laughs> heartland of America. Right, we have a lot of good food. So diner. We also have a pretty snazzy beach too, and the diners are great. Oh, That's a good point. Tremendous, yeah. No, but Pete. So what about these Brussels? Are you going to do the hot chili sauce on top? Might do a little hot sauce on top, like a Tabasco or like a Louisiana hot sauce, like, like a, a Pete's Reds hot sauce. One of them. Reds. Why do you work red, at Reds? Red hot, red hot sauce. Whatever. Do, I do, do Reds Sunday reds. mornings. Yeah, yeah. Red. But they didn't. They didn't invent the hot sauce. Reds. So okay. So that's happening Friday. That's, that's happening Friday moment. morning, Chef Mike. What time is he arriving? Don't know yet. The arrival for Chef Mike. We'll lock that down later on in the week. Maybe you should think about this. You and Moose well, should work it out because I'm off that day. Maybe you should get um, here's picks from Mike. Oh, we could do that. Well, let me ask you this. The thing is about the quote-unquote quote, baked chicken. Right, we're back to this. That's going to be the huh. made the night before. Oh, well, that's the, a good point. I mean, he's not getting up at 3 he, o'clock in the morning he to, might. to bake Pete he's, a, he's not doing that a breast Pete. of chicken. He or is he, me. He is he delivering Pete. you a whole bird? I have no or idea is it, what he's Is he giving you the quarters? Is he know. giving you a leg, a thigh, and a wing? He tends to surprise, so it might be the whole <laughs> chicken. Did, he, did you ask for the white meat? I did not ask for, for a specific Did you meat. ask for sliced breast? Uh, nothing like a sliced breast. I'll, I'll... So hold on a second. I think Moose brings up a great point as he hits you with rapid-fire questioning. Um, I got to say, this is a concerning thing, Pete, because you did not specify to the chef what exactly, what type of chicken you want? Yeah. You don't know if you want Do you dark. like dark meat or white meat? Can I like find... white meat. Okay, so do I. Can you find out, Mike, from Mike? <laughs> How have I become the liaison? You're the from, producer. Well, you're the this producer is Pete's bet that he won that he's getting a meal from. I'm now taking care. I, I can. It just Hashtag we over. But you're the producer. I'm, I'm, the show I'm, you I'm, produce. pro- I'm producing Pete's meal? This is insane. <laughs>
Al Dukes would do it. Al Dukes would, Al do Dukes would not do it. He oh, would. yes, he would. Al would do it for anything Al. for Boomer and Gio. Well, for, and for Eddie. Eddie. And for Eddie. He, he would do he it. Loves, Al Dukes would he do loves it. And I, and I have been doing it. I'm in there, and I'll find out. I'll, I'll, Pete, give me a list of instructions. Oh I will God. get them to Chef Mike. You, you want dark meat. Now, you want you send out a tweet. Skewered. I'll get it done. <laughs> All right. Well, you sent out a tweet, Pete, on Friday thanking Chef Mike and, I'll, and I'll, We Over Nation for the food. I'll thank Chef Mike. We Over Nation is not involved in this. I'm thanking Wow. I'm He's like, a part of We Over Nation. He is a you part of You beat We Over Nation wow. in a Taz trivia qu- contest, and you've won a free meal. He is a part of it, but I have no... Uh, I have no desire to send anything to We Over Nation just to Chef Mike because he's being the classy act that he is. Gotcha. Cla- it's class act, not class, class act. act. It's class he does act. both. He's so good. <laughs> you know, I think speaking of the We Over Nation, I think the Kingsman yesterday, I could have sworn took a shot at somebody, either Moose oh, great. Or, or you, uh, Pete. There was a shot made. It might have been to Bogus. She took a shot at someone, not Mark. me. Oh, look at that. Look at Kingsman's Twitter. He's got my one of my T-shirts on. Uh, in his, Stunning. Uh, in his, he Mark. probably got that at TazShirts.com uh, with one Z. Yes. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, the, I'm looking for this tweet because there was a shot taken, Moose. Now, I'd like to let you know when you're not here. Um, I know you're not a micromanager, but I, it's important that you know what's going on on the show that you call Well, who do you take a shot at? Uh, well, I see a picture of Pete the Body here and Mike. Um, this, was the, this was from the other day. and looks like Pete's holding a baked potato. An aluminum foil. What are you holding, Pete? Next to Mike. Oh, that's a, that's a Beck. He's holding a Beck. Famous Becks. Um, there was a shot taken. Mike, uh, Mike, can you Talking find at it? the top of it? He tweeted, uh, "At official task, damn Andrew Bogus and Brad Heller really just uh, doing this all over your breakfast news. Uh, must be something about that chair that gives this power of con- condescending talk." Yeah, that was the that was the tweet. The first one I missed. Oh, it. condescending conversation. Yeah, he ripped Bogus and Heller. I tried to get those guys over yesterday, as usual. And um, he said it must be the power of that chair, like where Moose sits. Oh, he took a shot at Moose, too. Yeah, he did. Well. Because he said that chair makes you condescending. Wow. Mm. Mm. I think he needs to set a play out. Yeah. Wow. Uh, let's see. Uh, whatever. <laughs> Mark, Mark. Thanks for the hat. Yeah. Mark, Mark, Mark. Come back. Corey Chavis is going to chat with us. Uh, DraftNasty.com. He's going to join us. We'll talk a little bit about college football. Talk about uh, does a great job CBS Sports. It's Taz of the Moose with you here on this Tuesday morning. CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. And the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Hervey Moose, right? The menu. Menu. Yeah. What menu? You got to take care of your business. You're, you're, Michael, no, go you're, ahead. What uh, menu is Pete, out? Pete's menu for for uh, with the uh, chicken and Chef Brussels Mike. sprouts. Yeah, but no, there's more to it. Go ahead, Mike. Chef Mike just tweeted at the show. He's got the full menu for Pete Bellotti. It's uh, herb marinated roast and chicken breast. With fingerling tomatoes, Brussels sprouts, and a va- uh, basil vinaigrette. Oh, nice. There you go. Hold Marinate. on a second. How is the chicken cooked, Mike? Herb marinated roasted Did chicken breast. Did you say breast. the word baked? I said roasted. Yeah, Pete wants Pete, it baked. you want it baked. I would like baked. Oh, my God. I'll let him know. He's probably listening. So. He just changed it. Herb roasted baked chicken. But how, how does Chef Mike make that error? That's horrible. That's like going to a restaurant and saying, I'd like a cheeseburger deluxe. The guy brings you out a, a fish sandwich. 
Or a taco. That too. Yeah, similar. But not really. All right. You know, a uh, hello, we have food that gets delivered here. You know that, right? We have I've guy. seen it, yeah. I've seen it and smelled it before. You never get to eat it? No. <laughs> Antonio Heller. I don't feel I don't feel like I should if I'm not actually on the show that day. Uh, wow. That's a real radio guy right there for you. It's the guy who knows his role. There it is. <laughs> knows my role. Do your job. Do your job. That's and cheat right. while you're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got cameras in here. I see what you guys no, are eating. Don't listen, worry. Anytime there's food here, you help yourself. Thank you. Like yes, Friday when Pete has his meal delivered, yeah, just eat help it. yourself. So is that, just eat it. For everyone. Does Pete approve? Is that cool? That's yeah. just for Pete. Pete won a bat. We give okay. you approval. Pete won a bat, and there was a little trivia about my career, and, uh, and he won. Yeah. So, uh, Pete knows all. Pete knows. did his job. He did his job. So that's it. That's <laughs> I it. know my stuff. So you got your update here? You ready yeah, to do you, it? You ready to go? I'm, I'm ready. ready. Count you in? I'll count you in if you want. Five, four, okay. three, two, one, go. Go. Monday Night Football guys going to overtime in Philly. Wentz in the gun. Scott to his left. Wentz takes the snap. He's looking. He fires. Complete. Touchdown. Eagles win. Zuckers. Merrill Reese had the call on Eagles radio. The Eagles beat the Giants 23-17. They tied the Cowboys for first in the NFC East. That was the second Carson Wentz-Sack Ertz connection for a score. The first one came with just under two minutes left in regulation to tie the game as Philly erased a 17-3 halftime deficit. Here's Wentz. This is huge for, for this whole team. Um, I mean, to come in and... Um, after after halftime to, to be where we were and obviously knowing that our backs are against the wall this is kind of seasons on the line type thing and um, for guys to just stay tough stay together and meanwhile Eli Manning got the start for the Giants his first since week two he threw two first half touchdown passes but the Giants have tied a franchise record now their ninth straight loss they are two and eleven and the Eagles like the Cowboys are six and seven. The Patriots were possibly filming a Spygate sequel when they were caught watching the Bengals' sideline from the Cleveland press box on Sunday. The Pats, who face the Bengals next, are taking responsibility. The team says the video was part of a web series on an advanced scout. The Browns okayed the credential, but the Bengals didn't know about it, and head coach Bill Belichick says he didn't either, as he told WEEI in Boston. I don't have anything to do with TV productions or anything else. I have enough other stuff to do, and so what did or didn't happen, what they were involved or weren't involved with, and so forth. I have no idea. And no comment yet from the NFL. NBA, the Bucks have won 15 in a row, 110-101 over the Magic. They're 21-3, tied with the Lakers for the best record. Giannis scored 32. Derrick Rose, the game winner for the Pistons, with three-tenths of a second left. They beat the Pelicans 105-103, also a game winner in Houston. Thanks once, fakes twice, gives the belly. 35-foot three for the win. Nibanya Bialica has just broken the 10-game losing streak in Houston as being mobbed by his teammates. A 35-foot three-point shot from the far left wing. Nothing but net. As Gary Gerald had the call on Kings Radio, final score 119-118. to 118. Gordon Hayward played for the first time in a month, coming off the broken hand. He scored 14 points. Celtics beat the Cavaliers 110-88. to 88. Heisman Trophy finalists, LSU's Joe Burrow, obviously the favorite, Oklahoma's Jalen Hurts, and Ohio State teammates Justin Fields and defensive end Chase Young. The winner will be announced Saturday night in New York City. From the winter meeting, Steven Strasburg, of course, that $245 million deal to stay with the Nationals over seven years. That is a record for a pitcher which Garrett Cole is expected to break. The Yankees, the Dodgers, and the Angels, among those said to be interested. NHL, the Blue Jackets ended the Capitals' six-game winning streak 5-2 Five to two, the final, and the Flames have won five straight. They top the Avs in overtime, five four. Guys, 
All right. Uh, thank you, Brad. Appreciate it. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line is brought to you by Geico. Great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Uh, as we're waiting here on Corey Chavis, is going to join us here momentarily. Yeah. Taz, talk a little bit about uh, college football. Uh, does yeah. a great job, CBS Sports. We've had him on a number of times right around the NFL Real draft. Good guy, good yeah. guy yeah. draftnasty.com. Uh, does a great job with that as well in terms of scouting players. You talk about a guy that totes in the groundwork and the grunt oh, work. Oh, man, dude, uh, unbelievable. Yeah. You know, and he's videoing uh, players, uh, for, yeah. but he's on the up and up. He's trying to give you a good scouting right, report right. of guys who he, he likes. It guys down, right. man. Correct. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, he does a great job for sure. So it'll be great to uh, get Corey on the hook here and talk with him. So awesome. Get into what's going on with the playoff, and now it's all set and everything. So uh, as far as what we got lined up with, uh, with the Tigers and the Buckeyes, and, uh, and the other Tigers and the Sooners. Yeah, he's with us. Corey Chavis joins us now. Hey, Corey, Taz and the Moose, man. Uh, uh, thanks for the time this morning. We certainly appreciate it. Corey, what's up? What's up, man? How are you guys doing this morning, man? We're doing well. We're doing well. Um, you know, and, and a lot of facet, you know, a lot of good storylines to get into. Um, you know, and, and certainly when, you know, when we, when you look at these, when we look at these national semifinals that were set up, Corey, are, are or do you think we're heading on a collision course to see LSU Ohio State in the national championship? Well, I know that's what everybody may want. I mean, I had an opportunity to to go to the LSU game the other day and you know get an opportunity and finally see uh, Joe Burrow in person. And uh, boy, was he impressive with with really his athletic ability and speed. So you would like to see maybe that matchup between him and Justin Fields for the. Offensive minded, uh, but but I'm I'm still a, a big Clemson guy. I, I think it's going to be tough uh, for them um, to just I guess people are just kind of throwing them out, uh, and I don't know why this North Carolina game um, that they won by one point just seems to kind of has kind of carried on throughout the season, and the fact that uh, people have said they you know really haven't had a, a, a tremendous schedule, but. For me, Clemson is the team to be going into the entire playoffs. Corey, let me ask you just to circle back. It is interesting, yeah. And just to circle back, you mentioned LSU. I'd like to ask you about the defense, though, the progress of the LSU defense in the second half of the season. Uh, break that down, man, if you don't mind, for our listeners. Yeah, I'm glad you asked about that. I mean, one of the big matchups I, I thought was Chase Hahn on the outside against Andrew Thomas and then Isaiah Wilson. And that was one of the big things that I wanted to see was whether or not, because really if you look at him during the season, um, you know, he only had four and a half sacks this year, but he's been a big tackle for loss producer. And he's the one guy that can kind of make you feel uncomfortable as a quarterback. And I thought he really played well on Saturday. And I think he was the reason why, you know, those those cornerbacks got comfortable. Now, they've got a really good corner in Christian Fulton. Obviously, Delpit is an All-American caliber safety. I thought some of their other defensive backs played pretty well, like Stevens, but clearly Derek Stingley has developed into uh, arguably maybe their best player on defense as a freshman. And he's got a chance to uh, eventually be maybe, you know, a first-round draft pick in a couple of years. So uh, that, that combination has really allowed this defense to get better. Uh, Corey, you mentioned Burrow. Uh, you know, Taz and I, we love him, watching him all season long. How could you not? Heisman Trophy favorite. Uh, you mentioned that you were impressed by him. Um, 
concerns. There have been people who have kind of like shaded, you know, threw shade at him in terms of his jump to the next level. What do you think Joe Burrow is as an NFL signal caller? Well, I mean, I think he's probably the thing that, that you're going to have to really understand about him is that he has, in terms of the, the next level people scouting him, they're just going to have to maybe put some of your past, um, you know, criteria for what, okay, this guy has to have this, this, and that to be an elite NFL quarterback and maybe put some of that to the side with them because he's so good in terms of the pocket presence and having that peripheral feel of where defenders are and understanding timing. And I think their offensive coordinator just does an outstanding job of really making him decipher through matchups mentally where he's a step faster than the defense. And you can almost see how their scheme would be what he would see on Sundays because of how they run their scheme. They're asking him to digest a lot of offense, but when they do it, they're doing it in a simplistic way that creates matchups for him quickly, and he always seems to make the right decision. So though, from that perspective, you're talking about a, a, a very good talent. So, Corey, uh, you know, as we as we all know, right, these teams now have like a three-week playoff here, okay, these four teams. So between – you know, uh, in no particular order, oh, oh, you know, Ohio State and Oklahoma and Clemson, LSU. That three three week layoff. Is there one team that benefits more than the other in this situation? Are, are you okay with the three week layoff? You know what I mean? Like, you know, if the, a team's hot now, they they could get cold. You know, talk on that if you right. don't mind. Yeah. Well, and I, I think that's a great point. I, I think the team that benefits the most is the team with the most talent, and the team with the most talent is Clemson. And so now it comes down to whether or not Sweeney can come up with the type of game plan necessary because what he has to deal with, again, is not only we talked about the, the offensive coordinator uh, for LSU, uh, but you also got to deal with Dave Aranda in this tournament, who I think is still one of the better defensive coordinators in the country. You're dealing with Ryan Day. So for Davo Sweeney, particularly when you lose Jeff Scott within a week, and he's going to be the head coach somewhere else. Those types of things, you know, Alabama's had to go through those types of things quite a bit. Uh, but not, the, the coaching matchup is what those three weeks really comes down to. So that's going to be the key, you know, because the most talented team, you know, I believe is Clemson. Uh, Corey, uh, how about Oklahoma here? We've talked a lot about the top three. You give Oklahoma a chance here. Um, with Hertz, who's had an amazing year, his only year going to be on that campus for Lincoln Riley. What about the Sooners? Absolutely, I give uh, Oklahoma a chance, and and really, I, I think a lot of people will point to what we just talked about, and I thought that uh, the excellent points you brought up about the three week layoff. But I give him a chance because of Alex Grinch, and I believe that what he was able to do back in the day in terms of some of his other stops as a defensive coordinator, I think they kind of prepared him for what he was facing coming into this year with Oklahoma, and their defense has gotten better. And you know Lincoln Riley's going to come up with a game plan in a three-week time period to challenge you defensively where those guys we talked about, Stingley and some of those names, uh, we're talking about Delpit, Lincoln Riley's going to come up with a game plan to minimize those guys and make the legs of Hurts become a factor. I do think the Oklahoma offensive line matches up well with what I saw from the LSU defensive line. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see the quarterback one game and how he uses that uh, to set up some play action 
and what a matchup between Stingley and C.D. Lamb on the outside. Corey, so you mentioned a couple of times, and I think a lot of people would totally agree with you that the most talented team out of these top four teams are the Clemson Tigers. And I don't think I think most folks would not argue that. But what would you say to those people that would say, "Well, yay, Corey, man, you know that that Clemson Tiger, you know that that you know who they faced their strength of schedule was not that strong." You know, what would your comeback be on something like that? Well, I would I would agree with them. The strength of schedule isn't it hasn't been um, quite as what people would have expected, or and a lot of that happens because you have teams that go into the season, for example like a South Carolina with Jake Bentley, and then he gets hurt in week one. So when you play Jake, the South Carolina Gamecocks later in the season, they're not what South Carolina right. should have been. Right, right. So that kind of is a big reason why that happens. But you can make the argument that Georgia was another team that you thought would have a great matchup against LSU, but their strength of schedule, why? Notre Dame didn't end up being quite as good as what we were expecting That's going true. into the season. Also, you true. know what I mean? So yep, yep, yep. You can go back and forth with that, but I think at the end of the day, look how they've dominated people mm. over the course of the season. I'm talking about Clemson. You're talking about Louisville, a bowl team, beat them by 35. Boston College, a bowl team, beat them by 52. North Carolina State beat them by 45. Wake Forest, a bowl team. Beat them by forty nine. Smoke Florida South State Carolina. too. Smoke Florida State. They smoked them too. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And what about Virginia? Virginia is a bowl team. They are. And they're looking at so, they so beat I them think up. You have to look at the second half of the year. They're not just beating people. They're saying that we can't wait to see who you bring forth towards us because we're getting better, and we know it. Look at the NFL, college, November and December. That's what they remember, and now is when they're getting better. You know, Corey, I'm I'm curious. Um, what advice would you give? You do a great job. You know the NFL. You know college football. You scout all these guys. Uh, Two is making the rounds this weekend. So I'm in a number of d- different spots, especially on ESPN, doing an interview. What advice would you give to Tua here on how he should handle himself moving forward, coming off that hip injury? Well, it's just, I think it's a serious injury. I definitely do. I mean, you could go back and we can. There are examples. I'm sure y'all discussed them on the show. Yeah, where you've had some, the, the, you know, just how serious it can be. Right. With, with that being the case, then I wouldn't go back to school. Now, it's unfortunate because I would have liked to have seen him, you know, have finish his season. You know, because he kind of finished Jalen Hurts' season, and that's why he's a national champion, right? He hasn't really finished the season with the Crimson Tide being on top, despite the fact that people bowled him as a national champion quarterback last year, wasn't able to finish uh, against Clemson, and initially wasn't able to finish the season. So, But leave, going and going on to the NFL draft is, is in his best interest. Just, Corey, let me ask you about you know, a team that no one's talking about right now because they're completely out, and that's Alabama. You know, uh, kind of strange, right? I mean, we're so used to them being right, you know, Nick Saban and his crew being right in the thick of this thing. They, they, dude, they're not even in the top ten. They're they're at thirteen. I mean, it's like, I, I, speak on that. I mean, you think this is a, 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 a like a one time one off, or you think you know, <laughs> and Saban will, will turn this thing around with his new class coming in, and and next year they'll be back to being a top four program. Well, they've lost some guys. I mean, they, they number one recruit. They lost a couple years back, transferred to Houston. They've had some defections, and are you know, however you want to put it. Um, so that's been something that we already talked about, the coaching staff. Let's face it. You're talking about one of your co-offensive coordinators from a year ago 
Locke Locksley is coaching at Maryland. The other one, uh, Josh Gaddis, is the office coordinator at Michigan. And we can go on and on about guys who've kind of come and gone. And I think that when you don't have the continuity year to year uh, with the coaching staff, I think eventually that begins to catch up with you. That, I believe, is a big reason why. And, and then the other thing is this will protest your question better. Three junior wide receivers could leave early. So you're going to have to replace all of those guys. But the positive is that maybe the guy who is the most explosive of those of that quartet they have is Jalen Waddle. And I believe he's not a redshirt sophomore, so he should be back. You're probably going to lose Najee Harris as well. So you're going to have to retool offensively and then defensively. Who's going to become a star? Because I believe even they lost one of their better players early in the year in Dylan Moses, and I'm not sure that he's going to come back. So when you know when you start looking at the leadership, I think that's the thing for next year because you're going to lose a lot of leaders uh, off of the team. And, and, and I didn't even mention Leatherwood, the tackle. I, I think Wills, the, the right tackle, may come out early, who I think is a really good player. So now you're talking about adding an offensive lineman that may be leaving as well. Uh, Corey, what is Chase Young in the NFL? Well, I mean, I think there's going to be some comparisons to Clowney. Now, again, I think we talked about this the last time. When he came out of high school, he wasn't – and the reason I say that, remember the Michigan game, for example, there, there are going to be some examples where you look at some games and you're going to watch him off the ball. And there were some questions about Clowney, you know, coming out, you know, every you – know, he would have these bursts. And then he would have some other times where he maybe, you know, picked a spot. I think this guy does an incredible job of, you know, the, of timing when it comes to understanding, okay, this is a big third and seven. You know, I, my get-off has to be spectacular. But but I believe he's a power player in that clowny mode with, with potentially maybe, I don't even know, they're, they're both guys who are strong in the upper body. They have good explosiveness. There is an element of, you know, stiffness to their game to a degree. I wouldn't say stiffness that's you know, or rigidness that makes you feel like, you know, that they can't, you know, bend or turn the corner. It's just that they're not really a loose guy like, for example, a Von Miller or somebody in that nature. So they're kind of a power player with speed and explosion. That's how he's going to win. I don't think he bends or turns the corner or has even the hand, hand uh, flexibility in terms of hand placement and, and, and moves that even Bosa has. Uh, so you're talking about a different kind of player. He's been coached well. And I think he'll be a good player. Corey Chavis, DraftNasty.com, CBS Sports, uh, college football analyst. Hey, Corey, last one for you from me is, of all these bowl matchups, outside of the two national semifinals, which is the most intriguing? You know, It, does, it could be any. It doesn't have to be a big bowl, obviously. Which other bowl game are you most intrigued by? Well, man, I, that, that's a tough one because I got a couple of them that I got on my radar. That I, I think, I think one game, I'm gonna be going to quite a few of these games. About six of them, uh, and, and even one of the games that I'm going to is gonna be interested. Boise State and Washington, um, the Las Vegas Bowl. But I, I think another game that is, is kind of you know going a little bit under the radar is USC versus Iowa that's uh, a good game. in the Holiday Bowl. And I'm gonna be at, I'm gonna be at that game as well. And one of the things I want to see is is really the the the, the three tackles in that game. Uh, we're talking about Austin Jackson with USC, Tristan Wirfs, and Alaric Jackson from Iowa. You're talking about three of the top offensive linemen potentially in this year's draft 
Not sure if Alaric Jackson will come out. And actually, Austin Jackson, I've already seen him in person this year. He has some work to do as well, I believe, technique-wise. But those are three of the better athletes. And in the NFL, they're starving for offensive tackles. Every NFL scout should get their credentials for that game. Hey, Corey, appreciate it. We really do here on this uh, Tuesday morning. Uh, enjoy all the bowl games. Happy holidays to you and your family, and uh, we'll do it again soon, all right? Thanks, Corey. Appreciate it. Absolutely, man. Y'all have a very Merry Christmas, man. If I don't talk to y'all again, and a Happy New Year. You yeah, too, you buddy. as well, Corey. Uh, you know, Corey's as good as it gets. He's right about those tackles. That is yeah. good. I mean, yeah. uh, you yes. got three big tackles that are all going to be top picks. Uh, playing that game with Iowa and USC in yeah. the holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no doubt. Now, Corey's great, too. And so it was great having him on. So uh, it's great to know. We'll come back and we'll find out if Chef Mike is now going to bake <laughs> uh, Pete's chicken or it's still going to be roasted. <laughs> That's the key hook. Right That's there. the key hook right there. It's Taz and the Moose on a Tuesday morning, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. That's right. Baked and roasted. Uh, it doesn't matter for Chef Mike delivering Bilotti the food on, on Friday morning. That's a nice little meal for people, Bilotti, for lunch, right? Yeah. Close out the work week in style. Asparagus. What kind of vinaigrette was it there, uh, Bisegli? Well, let me get the tweet up real quick because I actually have a new update on everything. Oh. Oh, uh, wow. Herb marinated roasted chicken breast with fingerling... Potatoes, Brussels sprouts, and the basil vinaigrette. Oh, basil vinaigrette. That's delicious. Refreshing. Healthy. Clean. And the update is uh, the drop-off will be 7 a.m. Eastern on Friday, and it will be baked fresh that morning. Oh, look at that. Wow. Baked fresh that morning. My sources tell me. But hold on a second. How do we know that that's really going to happen? Uh, to believe him? Take him for his word? I don't know. We're going to have a video crew sending them out there? Yeah, no. Ta- Taz, them. maybe you should head down there with, uh, with your day off. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll be somewhere, not there. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Chef Mike has been known to wake up very early in the morning to Mike's Corner earlier yeah. and cook things. I was just surprised that he would do that if I'm not involved, just to be honest. Well, he's you a know. man of his word. He's paying his debt. Yeah. He owes Bilotti a meal, Bilotti a He offer. really, Chef Mike had no clue between us. Moose, he had no clue to so many things in my career during that quiz we did with them. I was really disappointed in him. Um, he did not bring his A game. He didn't know, and and Pete wasn't much better. He sucked too. Uh, I won. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pete was. It wasn't like they were steamrolling down the stretch. What was the toughest question in that whole thing? Even if it wasn't for you, Pete, do you remember? Uh, I'm, I'm I'm bad with hometowns in wrestling. Oh, uh, yeah, Pensacola. No, that was that was where he won the title. Oh, that's where his actually, hometown. Actually, actually, I never won a friggin' title in Pensacola, but that's okay. I've wrestled in Pensacola, but I never won. What was I, the answer? I, to that I, question, I, I, the answer is Kissimmee. Oh, Kissimmee, that was it, not yeah. Pensacola. Kissimmee. Thanks. Thank you. Facts, I forgot facts. I forgot facts. the town. Not it, just not just mainstream sports facts. Facts in general. I know. I I forgot. I'm sorry. I, I apologize. The question I asked two weeks ago. Central Florida, Florida compared to Kissimmee Northern. and Pensacola. Yeah. No, Kissimmee's near Orlando. So what else? So, so you're bad on yes. hometowns, and what what else? What else was the other questions that was? What'd you get right? And he got what was the what was your, your... Uh, location where you uh, uh, the first Royal you came out uh, on after the Royal Rumble? Where it was Philadelphia? I got the... And what was the other and something else that uh, he got wrong? Do you remember what Chef Mike got wrong? Uh, the camera. 
the camera. Oh, question. who who they hit with a camera? Yes. Correct. Yeah. Wow. You remember the answer, Moose? Uh, now I'm quizzing Moose. Tremendous. I just turned the whole thing. <laughs> Yoko Zima. No. That's not even a person. I know. The late great Yoko Zuna is who you're talking about, but no, it was Rikishi. Rikishi, Rikishi, Rikishi that's it. I knew it was a big. I knew it was a big man. Yeah, Rikishi. Rikishi, he's a good dude. Rikishi. Yeah. Yeah, So, so, I I did not remember. I didn't. It's amazing. It's amazing. You're really good with facts, huh? You're really good with all that stuff, unless it's something pertaining to my wrestling career. Isn't that something? That's not true. That kind of tells the story right there. How does this turn on that way? Where does this heel turn come from? (laughs) Heel turn. Well used. Well used. What is this coming from? The line was well used right there. What is this? Heel turn. That was funny. (laughs) You're firing questions on me. I didn't. I turned on didn't. I didn't didn't go out there and tell you I knew your entire career. Chef Mike is... Has basically followed you for like the last eight years in your very entire well. career. He's followed me. He's followed well, me. Well, that was the disappointment. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a. Uh, this was like a dream matchup. You had a good Chef idea. Mike, you were right. Pete Bellotti, Taz's career. Five questions apiece. Go. They both sucked, and they they both staggered down the stretch. Oh come on! I knew majority of those questions. I loved how Chef Mike. We altered the rules. Lee allowed him to jump in on a Pete non-answer. That was ridiculous to get him closer. I forgot about that. It was 3-1 to make uh, it 3-2. Give us a little something. And then we gave him, do it. And then we gave Chef still Mike can... an easy one on the last one. Know, and he got a rule. Beltaz. I don't even think he knows who I am, Chef Mike. I'm starting to think he thinks I'm somebody else. He might. There was, there was questions I'm where. Dean we don't Marco have video Clean. where I asked the question. Taz is like, there's no way. There's no way he gets this wrong. And then he get it wrong. Taz is like. <laughs> I gave you the face. He his head like, oh, my God. <laughs> who is Taz's. Sports radio partner. I mean, really, you're well, looking at him. Right. Well, I, wave like him a my, I wave my hand to him, and he goes, "Hey, yeah, I know you're waving to him like I'm the guy." <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, hi, Moose," and you're like, "Hey, dude." That wasn't awkward. That was so weird. I know. Who's Taz's radio partner? Wow. Oh yeah, it was like co-host. Uh, uh, what was? What was? It? it was all hyped up. It was like you right. know. Award-winning Robbie Rosenhouse. <laughs> no, not when he has appearance. Not when he uh, has an appearance. We're talking about on the radio every day. Robbie. Yeah. So those guys, all the we over nation, they all know Robbie. Dennis Jones, I'm trying to relocate. Believe it or not, Dennis yeah, I Jones. Have I know. fun. I, I, know. No, I, I think he he is he's alive from what I hear. Well, I hope so. Uh, Anthony was telling me. So that did not end well. No. Like you, most of the relationships I have in why business. Why are you trying to relocate with Dennis Jones? Can I ask you? Eh, just old time's sake. Maybe no, I'm... there's something else. No, what there's the not. Hell? There's not. You're not. This is oh, not catching up. What do you there's mean? an ulterior motive. Grab some why? baked chicken. Oh, why? Why do we must think there's an ulterior alternative motive? There's no, no doubt. There's I, you no. know, I just want to. Re- oh, stop. You know me? Stop. Yes. Yeah, I know. Taz is like the mayor. Just want to regroup. He's right. He's, he's connecting. What are you up Have to? Have a beer talk all time. How's life doing? Dennis Jones. <laughs> who basically ran into hiding. He's, be, he's, he's in the Rocky Mountains somewhere yeah. fighting mountain lions. Dude, I told you, man, a while ago. I, I ran guys out of, the, out of the state, man. Yeah. Like, it, it produces. Like, uh, Didn't you captain, set Dennis like, Jones up on a date off the Taz show? Well, he set himself up on a date, and it was tremendous what happened. And it, it was from the Taz show with a blind girl, uh, a, a young lady who was uh, visually impaired. Really? Yeah. 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 In Chicago. Did they, did they go out? 
These guys, yeah, no, they did. They, they, it was, she literally was visually impaired. She's a great girl. She's a big fan of my show for a long time. Is that true? It's a true story. Her name escapes me right now. Her name escapes me. It's a true story. Anybody from the We Over Nation, tweet Moose, Pete, and Mike today. Let them know what I'm talking about. Lee, me, get the people together. I believe you now. Now I believe you. Now that you call upon We Over. (laughs) Once I call We Over. It's a true story. Yeah. I don't need tweets. I'll I'll... tweet them anyway, guys. Bring it on. (laughs) I got to go, Moose. All right. Bye. Till tomorrow. Peace. There's got to be a 10-second runoff here. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.